Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's program. Our guest today, AJ Brenzel, runs a business that in a year, they do approximately $10 million of revenue. So get out the calculator, divide that by 365 days in a year. You're looking at about $27,000 a day uh, to run a construction company. Uh, AJ is going to share behind the scenes, under the hood of what that actually looks like and what he's learned along the way as he's built this uh, incredible construction company uh, with his wife, Alicia. She was on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. And so uh, really looking forward, AJ, to diving into your business. Thanks to today's show sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks and more time focusing on growing my business. Guys, time is so important. It is going by so fast. I just like blink and 10 years goes by and want to make sure we don't squander any time in our business where things are done manually when they could be done uh, with a software and at the end of the day, making a seamless process for our customers and increasing our cash flow. So jobbers help me to stay organized so I can grow my business, uh, whether it's scheduling, it's invoicing, communicating with customers. Uh, Jobber has many features uh, to really help you um, take your business to the next level and uh, really kind of handle all of the, the online booking, quoting, getting paid. Now, if you'd like to try Jobber, you can get a free 14-day trial as well as saving 20% off your first six months when you subscribe. If you click on the link in today's show notes or simply visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. What's up, AJ? Not too much, man. How you doing? Good. Thanks for coming down to Florida, man. You brought the cold weather with you, huh? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It was really totally unplanned. Yeah. Well, it's still, I mean, I think in Pittsburgh right now, it's like seven. Oh, so. So I think. I'll, 60s, I'll, all right. Yeah, 60s, not 55, too bad. we're, we're going to yeah, survive. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's great to be uh, down here. I want to say thank you to uh, Launchpreneur Academy and uh, the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring this beautiful home that we've been creating content from this week, as well as Xmark, Company Cam, and Kohler Engines for uh, sponsoring me to be down here on the kickoff tour. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, honestly, this has been a great time uh, getting a lot of um, great content. And, I mean, honestly, if this isn't uh, motivational for you, I don't really know what would be. How have so, you been motivated uh, being here? I know we've only been here for like 24 hours, but how... I, I don't know. You just you surround yourself with the right people, right? Mm-hmm. You you talk about the right things and you talk about your issues and you know what we're going through. And as a group, I mean, I don't care what industry you're in, uh, you can improve every day. And if you surround yourself with these driven minded people like we have here, I mean, it's, it's a lot easier to uh, succeed. So 
Totally. Well, tell us a little bit about your business. Uh, we've had you on the show in Texas at uh, Waco, Texas. You and your wife hopped on the program, but maybe you guys missed that episode. Uh, tell us a little bit about Brex Enterprises. So uh, we are a pipeline service. Well, primarily we're a pipeline service contractor out of the tri-state area, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia. Um, we work uh, supplying services for existing pipelines there via like you know maybe integrity digs uh landslides uh right away repairs um we do a lot of things that are basically anything that relates to pipeline okay uh, that's already in the ground and then we also have a division you know where we do heavy earthwork you know everybody likes the big picture you know the big excavators and the uh yeah we do we do a a, a good bit of that also okay um so yeah now explain the pipeline thing to me. Well, explain it to to a, you know those books that say lawn care for dummies. Okay. Landscaping for dummies. Give us pipeline for dummies. Just explain it to someone who's in kindergarten that doesn't understand. They're okay. First grade. Yeah. So um, basically, what our job is is to install pipelines or pipe systems. You know, pipe in- infrastructure uh, throughout the country. Okay. You know which takes the gas that is extracted from the well site, from the gas wells, like where we pulled out of the ground. Okay. Uh, those pipelines then distribute the gas all over the country, you know, that in the end ends up, you know, coming out of your stove. You know, you turn on your stove, that's where the natural gas comes from for your stove. Uh, heat your homes, uh, heat your water tank. Um, anymore, you're seeing cars that are being powered by natural gas. Uh, so these pipelines are, you know, it's an infrastructure system that's supporting our entire country. And that's different from the gasoline that goes in the car? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, in a way, yes. Uh, different pipes, though. Um, no, no. It's, I mean, these pipelines, it can transport anything from crude, uh, which is just an oil product, uh-huh. you know, like everybody we've been talking about for, you know, centuries. Uh-huh. Um, it can be uh, liquefied natural gas. It could be dry natural gas, um, ethanes, methanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically the system is just a transport system. Okay. Now, you know, it can transport different products, but um, for the most part, where we're at uh, right now, we have wet natural gas, okay. which um, it is actually delivered to a facility where they actually break the gas down. So they'll, they'll break the gas down and they'll pull the different products mm-hmm. out of the gas. So the gas could have, you know, the gasoline product that you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, they can make that out of it. Um, you'll have ethanes, you'll have methanes. Okay. They're also in it. It's all science. Yeah. Honestly, it's completely over my head. I, I just fix the lines they go through. Okay. Uh, so wh- wh- where does it come into play for your business then? What are you doing with, are you putting those pipes in the ground or are you maintaining the ones that are already uh, existing in the ground? Or are they above ground? Uh, it, it depends. Sometimes they're above ground. Uh, most of the time they're below ground. Um, the majority of the services that we offer, uh, the federal government has a, a regulation division, just like, you know, the DOT, the Department of Transportation, you uh-huh. know, like on your roads. They have a, a DOT of sorts for pipelines. Okay. Uh, and the government comes in and checks and says, okay, when was your last inspection of this pipeline? Mm-hmm. And when they do an inspection, you know, there's going to be, you know, anomalies that come up, which are, you know, problems in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. So, and our job is to fix them. Okay. You know, we go in there, we fix them, uh, we support it. 
Um, whatever, whatever's need to be done to make sure that that gas keeps flowing to get to your home is really is my job. Wow. Where are the main hubs where the gas originates from? Uh, so, I mean, there's really in, in, in our, in the United States, there's the, uh, there's really a couple big regions. Um, there's the Marcellus, there's the Utica, uh, which is, where is the Marcellus? That is like more in Pennsylvania. Oh really? Um, yeah. So that's like a, a area of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and then there's the Utica, which is like the Ohio area. Okay. So that's that. A lot of times gets lumped together, but it's actually a different kind of gas, um, and different depth. What part of Ohio is it from? Uh, it, basically from Central Ohio, the whole way to Eastern Ohio. Okay. So, um, like the southeastern Ohio. Yeah. Uh, I went to college in Athens, Ohio University. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the main Utica area. And then, I mean, there's the bacon, which is out West. Uh, there's Texas, which, you know, has been famous for oil for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's different areas of the country. Um, Utah, Colorado mm-hmm. has some, a, a good bit of oil and gas production. Um, and that's what, you know, was fueling, uh, our energy independence, you know, as we had, you know, last year, two mm-hmm. years ago there, um, they were really running them hard. So that made us energy independent, you know? Okay. Uh, obviously we slowed that down a little bit, but yeah. So cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break in here from today's show sponsors and, uh, coming up, I got, I need to ask you about the Alabama Crimson Tide and I okay. uh, hear more about your business. So we're kicking over to Mr. Producer. He's in the Appalachian mountains in his bunker and, uh, he'll play today's commercials. And we'll have more with AJ coming right up from the Hype House. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Today's podcast was recorded at the 2022 Green Industry Hype House in Tampa, Florida. This year's Hype House is sponsored by the Hardscape Academy and the Entrepreneur Academy. Caleb and Brittany Allman invite you to visit thehardscapeacademy.com where you'll find on-demand video courses and workshops. It's educational training to help you optimize your time, resources, and make more money. LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com, started by Brian and Liz Fullerton, is dedicated to giving lawn care professionals all of the content and resources needed to reach more customers, grow your business, and be more successful. 
Enjoy today's podcast and remember to check out both the Hardscape Academy and the Entrepreneur Academy. Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. All right, guys, I'm back here with AJ, and uh, you seem like you're into fitness. I might, I think I gained six or seven pounds since I've been here. Yeah, I need you to talk some sense into me, man. I've just been, they've ordered such great food. I've just been eating it. I didn't go to the gym today. I saw, I'm assuming you went to the gym or something. You had sweat all down your back. Yeah, I got, I, I woke up this morning and I got to work out in, you know, uh, I'm trying to get myself, you know, I think it's always a constant battle, right? You yeah. Know, as you get older. Um, I was an athlete my whole life. You know, I grew up as a wrestler. Okay. Um, I wrestled the whole way through uh, my co- collegiate career. At Pittsburgh? Yes, the okay. University of Pittsburgh. Um, and, you know, after that, it was kind of like, what do I do? You know, I just kind of let myself go. Really, oh, really? To be honest with you. And uh, so the last couple years, it's been a battle, but I'm, I'm getting myself back to the point where, you know, high performers tend to be you know, also pretty athletic and take care of themselves because uh, you can't perform at a higher level if your body doesn't let you, right? Um, so in, you know, with any business, I mean, everybody knows the stress takes a toll on you. Uh, the hours take a toll on you, but uh, you really have to make sure you're taking your body, care of your body first, you know, so that you can handle that. Now with your schedule, you have four kids, five, I hear. Yes. Um, you know, running 40 employees, 30, 40 employees. How in the world do you have time in your day to, to go do a workout? Do you do it first thing in the morning or? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you just have to make it. You know, have to, uh, Where did I you mean, work out here in Siesta Key? I, I just ran. I ran, oh, okay. I, went, I ran, I went on the beach, you know, I did a little bit of a hit workout on the beach here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you just have to make it is, you know, make it where you can make it right. Now what hit high intensity yeah, high, training? Yeah. Well, what did you do out there? Uh, you know, you do squat jumps, you know, uh, split jumps. I mean, I was doing a bunch of different hip type workouts, you know, body, body weight workouts. It's really, you know, yeah. uh, full body weight workouts, just trying to keep your heart rate. How up. did that, the sand, the courts, it's courts, right? The, the, yeah, uh, it was definitely way more challenging. Okay. And then, you know, then you're doing on, on a regular floor, you know, but it was cool. I mean, I don't know. You come from Pittsburgh to Siesta Key. It's beautiful, first of all. Yeah. And then second of all. I, I guess mean, you're used to this cold weather. This isn't as yeah, cold as is, Pittsburgh. Yeah, literally. Like, I ran this morning. I was like, oh, weren't you freezing? I'm like, hell no. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried to do uh, a couple weeks ago. I got sick. And I, this kind of stopped it. But I was doing the um, 70 hard challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and I was. Explain what that is. Because I see it on my Instagram. Uh, guys checking off the day and the. What exactly do you do for the 70 days? So the challenge is this. It's, it's predominantly this. You have to do two 45-minute workouts in a day, and one of them has to be outdoors. Okay. And it doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, whatever it is, you have to do it. Like okay. you have to do that 45-minute workout, and you can't do them together. So it has to be like 45 minutes at this one part of the day and then 45 minutes like later two in the days day. Yeah. my so, football friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to do that. That's the one, that, like, pretty big challenge. Uh, you have to read so many pages of a nonfiction book a day. I saw you reading my book, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, a, I'm always like a big just nonfiction fiction book reader guy. I'm, I'm big personal improvement person, right? I, if you're not growing, you're dying. That's yeah. kind of my philosophy. That was a shameless plug. One hundred and one proven ways to increase efficiency and make more money in lawn care. Brand new book that just came out. 
And uh, I peeked out the window today and I saw you holding it. So that, that, that yeah. made me feel good as an author. Anytime <laughs> yeah. someone reads your book, you're, you're, you're glad. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you can always learn something. I mean, I, obviously I'm not in the lawn business, but you know, I can learn something from business principles in construction yeah. in general can apply across the board. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're so, you know, uh, they're not one dimensional. You know, right. this is a, it goes across everything. So work out twice a day separately, 45 minutes each. One of those have to be outside. Read yeah. some pages of the book. It's 10 pages of a nonfiction, nonfiction book. book every day. You have to drink a gallon of water, which you would think would be like not that hard, but that is really freaking hard to drink a gallon of water every single day. How did you measure it today? How do you know if you drink a gallon? Oh, you have to literally measure it. Like, so you have, uh, like, you have a water bottle. Like, okay, I have, you know, I have to reach 100, what, 128 ounces a day. Okay. So I'm Did you do that today? Uh, no. I, so I haven't, I, I kind of, uh, I actually was doing it like an idiot. I started it the week before Thanksgiving. Because uh, you can't, you have to have a diet plan too. Okay. And you can't have any cheat meals. There is no cheat meals. Oh, for 70 days. For 70 days. So oh. I did it over Thanksgiving like a, like a knucklehead. Yeah. You know? And, uh. And so I did it through that, and then, unluckily, I caught COVID. Oh, man. And that was, I tried to do it, actually, like, this was really dumb. I tried to still do the workout. Yeah. Uh, and then it didn't work out at all. Like, it was it was bad. How so, long did it take your body to recover? Uh, maybe two weeks. Oh, really? I mean, honestly, I, I was, I mean, I'm in pretty good shape. I felt like, you know, I, I don't think that COVID really discriminates myself, but... Uh, uh, I mean, I did recover pretty quickly from it. I did okay, you know. Um, but it put a pause in the 70 days. Yeah, well, you, you have to do it 70 days straight. Oh, you have to start over. So as soon as I, I was done, I failed. Okay. So that was right at Christmas there, and I was, you know, probably about, I was about 30-some days in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I failed, and I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. But then I was said, you know what, I'm going to wait at least a couple weeks here before I start over and to go to my day one again because uh, – it really is not that much fun to run in snowstorms. Oh man! <laughs> or you know to do some workout. It doesn't really have to be a run, but I mean, to you know put your body through that kind of uh, torture. Yeah. Now, did yeah. you catch the second workout today? Or uh, no, so, no. So I'm I'm, I'm not going to start. I think I'll probably start it again. The whole challenge. I might start it again. I'm going to probably get myself. Uh, I don't know, the week or two, okay. like just to let it get a little bit warmer Yeah, back home, and then and then I'm going to start it up again. Yeah, but you all will be here tomorrow. Tomorrow's supposed to be, let me pull it up here. I think, I think what day are you guys leaving? Uh, Tuesday. Okay. I, mean, now, I, know, I know on Wednesday it's supposed to be 86. Yeah, now I don't know what day y'all, in podcasting land, everyone's going to be listening on a different day yeah. in different continents and all over the place. But in real time where we're at right now, it's uh, 67 and sunny tomorrow. That'll be all right. I'll be okay with that. And no complaints. And then uh, Tuesday, what time are you guys hit leaving? Uh, we leave Tuesday morning. I think we leave around like 9 or 10 uh, o'clock. So. Well, you're going to miss a 75 and sunny. Yeah. Then 78, sunny, 78, sunny, 77, sunny. We're actually going back home for, uh, from what I hear from all the snow removal guys here. It sounds like a snowstorm. Oh, man. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, 78, <laughs> 78, 77, and sunny. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, you, you inspired me though. Cause I was sitting right here and I looked over and I saw your, you know, you you clearly were jogging, yeah. you know, and you had your little banana going and I was like, this, this is inspiring high performance. I knew there was a story behind 
how yeah. you had motivation to be on vacation and go out and work out like that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, it's just kind of how I like me and my wife both. Honestly, mm-hmm. we're both very uh, much so in a personal wealth, uh, health okay. uh, and, you know, performance. And I mean, that is a fact. I mean, you can, it's, it's been proven by a lot of research that the highest performers are also, you know, and, and, uh, to superior top health. Yeah. yeah. The correlation as a owning a construction business, the healthier, more vibrant, vital peak performance your body is, yeah. you're going to do a better job as a leader and make better business decisions. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I honestly think as construction company owners, we have, a, we have an advantage because really you're working all day, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you get to like, I, I, I always say this, like the most fortunate people are the ones that get to work in the field with their hands every single day. You know, I used to, and then uh, the company grew kind of past what I could do that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're exercising all day, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that just keeps you to be, you know, that's how you still come home at night and do those extra bids, you know, when nobody else does because you're, you're peak performance, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? As Andy Mortar gets the chip <laughs> out yeah. of the bag. <laughs> Right, right on cue there. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've learned. Ten years you've been, I've, I just interviewed your wife. Uh, ten years you've been in business. What, what have you learned about running a construction business, 30, 40 employees, going at this for ten years? What have been some things you've learned? Uh, I would say that, so, the excitement is in, in the battle and the challenge, right? And the growth is fun, it's exciting, it's stressful. Uh, I will say this now going into year 10, uh, don't ever put it in autopilot. Wow. You know, don't, you wow. know, we did that, you know, last year and it was a really rough year for us. Um, and it almost becomes like, if you're not innovating and growing, you're dying, right? Somebody else is going to come past you and they're going to just run right past you. You know, uh, when you get to the top of the mountain, everybody else shoots at you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you have to keep climbing that mountain. Don't ever think you're there. Wow. You know, don't ever be settled. And, and that's kind of my biggest lesson I've probably had from the past year. That is that for sure. Um, as far as a business growth thing is, be the best that you can be. Uh, you don't always have to, like everybody always talks about, oh, I want to have hit this gross number, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, real thing you have to matter like that to really matters is how much you keep, you know, I can make a million dollars and keep 200,000 or I can make $10 million and keep a hundred thousand. Well, I don't know about you, but I would rather do the million Less dollars. Stress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think that's just sometimes how you have to look at it. You know, what, what is your actual margins? You know, what pay attention to that stuff. Don't what are worry. some ways to pay attention to that? Yeah. I mean, it's just all in calculated risk, right? When like we really grew our company super fast. You know, I was a yes man. I still am kind of a yes man. That's what, yeah. And uh, my wife was the one that kind of figured it out, like how we how we do this, right? Mm-hmm. And I brought a lot of stress on us that was un undone. Mm-hmm. Like it had it didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. I just was the yes man, mm-hmm. so it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and was the the growth was so rapid and was a great, yeah. But at the same time, we could have had a lot healthier growth mm-hmm. and eliminated a lot of the stress. Um, so if I was going to tell anybody now, you know, 
starting a new business or just trying to grow a business they're in now, you know, just be calculated, you know, know what are your best opportunities Mm -hmm. because, you know, when one door opens, yes, another one closes, but there will be another door that comes open again, you know, so you don't always have to take every door, you know, take the ones that, you know, calculate the risk, you know, say, Hey, am I going to have to buy this new piece, you know, this new piece of equipment and, you know, is that equipment, you know, pretty utilitarian where I can take it from this and use it here and then use it here. And I don't have to like worry about, you know, it's a one, it's a one, uh, one show pony. You know what I mean? Like where it has one exact skill and that's it. You know, that was, you know, we've done that in our company. We have, we have a few pieces that that basically is what they are. And we, we invested in them, we bought them and, you know, sometimes you pay the price and it's a lesson you learn, you know, there's a lot of times I tell people rent it and send it back. <laughs> like that is if I can do, do you have like a rule of thumb of how to know when to rent versus buy with equipment. So I used to have a really cool strategy and I still implement it sometimes. And this is honestly, if you can do this, it's a really great way to keep yourself out of trouble. Um, I used to do RPOs, which is, you know, rental purchase option, uh, on all of our equipment. Mr. Producer thought run pass option. Yep. Yep. Football's RPO. Yeah. So exactly. My producer's a big Alabama fan too. We still haven't got to that. Yeah. Well, maybe we will, but keep, but, go, uh, keep going. So anyways, so we, we would, when we first started, we always did this. We do a rental purchase option. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would keep running the equipment as much as I need it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I always had that option right at the end. I would keep the piece uh, on a rental purchase on the, on the rental side mm-hmm. Until the point where I knew where the buyout, you know, was uh, the buyout was less than I could sell the machine for, for sure, at that point. Mm-hmm. So, and I know, so basically what I'm saying is if, uh, if the machine was $100,000 and I put, you know, $40,000 of uh, rental, fees. rental fees into it with where I was at in that used piece of equipment... I always knew if all shit went to hand, you know, everything went to hell, I could just take that piece and still sell it for $70,000. i am 10000 ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. I never really was ever upside down on any of my loans. Um, and we did that on a lot of pieces. I mean, it was crazy, a lot of pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kept us out of trouble. And it kind of gave me a little bit of sanity uh, that, hey, I'm okay. You know, I, I get that we have a big debt load, but... I could sell everything today and be done. I'm okay. Uh, so we did that for probably the first six years we were in business. Um, and a lot of, you know, financial advisors, and I will tell you that's a terrible idea. You just spent, you know, there was times that I would probably, you know, on a rental purchase, you may lose 50% of your rent once you keep it for so long. They're like, who pays 50% interest? I'm like, well, it was my sanity that was paying that interest. You know what I mean? Well, risk, yeah. You can't measure risk. Yeah. Emotions, uh, the way it affects your body, it's just not all math. Yeah, so... When you got all that debt out there, you just, you lose sleep at night. Yeah, so I, I basically had uh, designed my company and our, our debt load on that. So, uh, and it cost us a lot of money and everything worked out great and we'd have been better off in hindsight. Yeah, we should have bought all the stuff at the beginning and it would have been all great dandy, but... Uh, it could all went bad too. Right. So, so it's a, don't have shame to rent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, like, 
you should make that your first option. Mm-hmm. Like it really should be your first option. I, I am a firm believer in that. Let somebody else assume the debt, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't carry it yourself. We're uh, coming down to two minute warning here. We've got Blake Albertson about to go live on YouTube, giving, giving me the uh, nonverbal communications, uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. I was supposed to ask you about that. How, how in the world is a boy from Pittsburgh, like uh, an SEC team? So, uh, honestly, I even went to University of Pittsburgh, and, but as a little kid, mm-hmm. I loved the Alabama Tide, and they actually were terrible. When oh, really? I was yeah. When I Freddie was, Kitchen was a quarterback? Uh, like the early 90s. I mean, that was the, the Mike era. Like okay. the, the, the coach, every coach was named Mike for like four, yeah. uh, four coaches in a row, and they weren't very good. So uh, I grew up with that, but they always had like this defensive, like – mean smash mouth like kind of mentality about them and yeah. i love i remember when they beat miami hurricanes i think it was in the national championship that was what that was the early 2000s uh. no, no 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 i'm talking when i was a little little kid i remember alabama was in the national championship i was like five or six it's probably around 1990 yeah which, i was gonna say that that would be real early 90s then. yeah because i just remember no one they were underdogs and they they ended up winning it yeah but yeah, so I, I mean, I, I grew up with that, but I mean, I, I'm also a uh, Tennessee Titans fan. Okay. So like, I, I mean, I, obviously the Steelers are a big deal in Pittsburgh, you know, <laughs> but uh, I grew up an Oilers fan, but for oh. the same exact reason, um, I just loved like the Smash Mouth guys. Uh-huh. And now I'm just fortunate enough to get to uh, yeah, um, celebrate in the glory of being an Alabama fan. Oh, yeah. So. Y- yep. All right. Well, AJ, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, yep, share no with problem, us. Man. We got um, Andy Motor is going to go live on, on Instagram, I believe. It's Sunday night, right? Yeah, Permage. Thank you. Or whoever is sponsoring. <laughs> he's he's uh, going to be having a podcast here hopefully soon. That'll be great. Yep. So Sounds good. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for uh, stopping by. And uh, we're going to let these guys take over the space here to go on the YouTube live. So thank you for uh, being on the show. Yep. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed that interview with AJ, whether it's a construction business, hardscaping, landscaping, lawn care, so many of these principles and basic foundations overlap these industries. And uh, moving forward, I want to be able to kind of bring a variety uh, to this program and, uh, you know, talk to business leaders, small business owners of, of many different uh, types of business and uh, keep us sharp, keep us fine tuned uh, as we build our business and go on our path I think this information is very helpful. So I appreciate you guys tuning in today. I'm excited to announce that our audiobook for 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency, Amen, and Make More Money in Lawn Care is now available to listen to on Audible. So this audiobook is Practical Tactics to Grow a Better Landscaping Business. It's my third book, and all of my books are available in paperback hardcover, ebook, and audiobook. And so if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you're probably more into audiobooks. Uh, that's how I like to digest um, information for me. I can just kind of play it in the background, do what I do, and I'm, I'm observing that, absorbing <laughs> that information. And so um, there's a link in today's show notes. If you want to try Audible, maybe if you've never even uh, used Audible before, then they'll actually give you my book as a free credit. And so you can, you can listen to free 
uh, to 101 proven ways to increase efficiency and make more money in lawn care if you want to try that free trial of Audible. But I highly recommend actually getting an Audible um, subscription because each month they'll give you a credit and then you can listen um, to a book each month. And just as you digest a podcast, you can listen to audiobooks. There's so many great books um, out there. Uh, Jim Collins, Good to Great is a classic. Uh, Michael Gerber, E-Myth is, is a good one. Profit First, Mike Michalowicz. There's so many excellent audiobooks out there. And um, as you begin to get into, I know many of you already listen to audiobooks, but as you begin to get into that ecosystem, it will recommend other um, you know, classic and, and, and even some of these new business books are um, really good as well. And so hopefully you'll tune into mine. <laughs> I got Cut That Grass, Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and now the brand new audiobook, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. So if you're looking for those practical tactics to grow a better landscaping business, hopefully you listen to that audiobook narrated by Mr. Producer. That's right, his very first audiobook. Uh, knocked it out of the park so smooth Uh, we've had nothing but positive feedback on this project and i definitely hope you'll take a listen and uh i'm confident it will definitely um add value to your business so thanks for listening to today's show uh guys smash that follow button hope you'll join us for tomorrow's episode dr frank gonna be in in the studio for friday with frank gonna talk some uh, marketing with dr frank on tomorrow's program have a great day guys catch you on the next one This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Your mower blades are sharp, the whippersnipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.